Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Freely Rooted Mama podcast. So excited to have you here today to talk about preparing for birth. So I'm not going to go into my birth story with Isaac today, but I am going to talk about all the things that we did with Isaac in preparing for his birth. And I actually have a bunch of notes because my brain right now is not retaining all my thoughts as quickly as I want them to be and as quickly as I want them to. So what I'm going to start off with some of the things that we did just to prepare and I'm going to go through a lot of different categories. So birth class. When we had Isaac, we were in the midst of COVID. So there was no birthing classes happening in the state of California for us to attend to. So we decided to do an online birthing class and we chose Mama Natural's online birthing class. Would highly recommend it. Even if right now you're listening and you're going to a local birth class, it was such a great addition that we're rewatching a lot of it right now for this pregnancy. Even though I remember a lot, I just kind of want to be refreshed. They also share a lot of great positive birth stories, which I kind of want to start re-listening to. So I would highly recommend her class. I would also recommend doing a breastfeeding class. We did one about two months before we gave birth and just kind of went over the mechanics and different positions for breastfeeding. Again, things that you think like, oh, I don't really need to know that, I'll figure it out, but so helpful in the end, especially the positions. Like there were a couple that I had never even thought about and we ended up using them a lot with Isaac. So would definitely recommend that. And then on the same note of breastfeeding, setting up a lactation consultant post-birth, like the next day or you know two days after, even if you feel like you have all the competence in the world, so helpful. I was definitely one of those people where I'm like, no, no, I got this. I don't need this. My body knows what to do. He's going to know what to do. It's going to be fine. And then like day three, my nipples were so sore and he wasn't gaining as much weight as they'd wanted him to within the first couple of days. And so we actually did a lactation consultant appointment and realized that like his latch was a little off. So helpful. And then also helpful for your partner to be there because in the midst of you know, like when he wasn't latching right, I could feel myself getting frustrated at myself that I wasn't figuring this out because we tend to feel like this should be something natural. It should be something that's easy and simple to do. And it's actually a little complicated. And so having your partner there to where they can help like guide you or they can help guide the latch was really helpful. So a little off topic of preparing for birth, but would definitely put that in the preparation list is to make sure you're going to do a consultation like the day two or three after you give birth. It'll also save your nipples a lot of hurt. And then I read a ton of books during the process. So the ones that I could remember off the top of my head were I read Mama Naturals. She also has a book that takes you week by week through pregnancy, which I liked. I just read each week's chapter, which was kind of fun. And then I read Boys and Girls Learn Differently. Super great book. I'm actually rereading that one right now. Parenting with Love and Logic, highly recommend it. Even though it's not really in terms of preparing for birth and stuff like that, it was just getting my mind ready to switch over to how we were going to parent Isaac. The baby book is like a huge book and you definitely don't need to read it, but it's just something great to have on hand. It's got like anything you could think about in regards to a baby, like symptoms and things like that where you can go to it and it'll tell you, you know, some recommendations for what you should do, but in a holistic perspective. Highly recommend having that on your shelf. And then I read a hypnobirthing book. I can't remember which one, but it was really helpful in regards to getting used to the mindset of positivity, of breathing. Yeah, just using breath and the power of your breath in labor. So would definitely recommend those. 
I'm sure I have more. So if I get more, I'll definitely link them in the in the show notes. Or you can follow me on Instagram because I keep kind of posting about things that I'm reading. I'm reading a couple different books right now since this time we're having a girl. So reading a couple different ones, but also going back to some of these old ones that I really loved reading during the pregnancy with Isaac. And then I obviously am on social media. So I followed a bunch of IG accounts and I just put some of the most common ones that I can remember that I really started following at that time. Zach Bush, MD, he does a lot of great stuff on gut microbiome. Organic Gennett, Shanna Tripp, Angie Fletcher, Gaber Mate, The Holistic Mother, Nurture Neuroscience Parenting. Those are some of them. Again, you can hop on my Instagram account and see who all I follow because I still follow many of these people. But just to kind of keep researching and learning and not only for myself in my, like what was happening for pregnancy and getting ready for birth, but also him as a baby and things to help his microbiome and help him flourish. I was doing a lot of research on that. And then I listened to a ton of birth stories, positive birth stories. So that was the great thing about the Mama Natural Birthing class is it had positive birth stories weaved within, which I loved. I also recommend even if you're having your birth at a hospital, find some local midwives or doulas in your area that you can go follow. Or I mean, there's some worldwide too that you can follow. They post a lot of great self-empowering confidence, just positive mindset stuff that I think we can all just fill our mind with. And they also share a lot of positive birth stories. So I think it's so important to fill your brain with positive birth stories. So I listened to a lot of those, did daily affirmations. I held a whole daily affirmation sheet that I would say to myself and then I would say to Isaac. To this day, I still say it to Isaac. So I go through, I don't know, I have like 20 that I do with Isaac. So you are kind, you are smart, you are important, you are loved, you are joy, you are laughter. And I have a lot that I go through with him and I'm doing the same thing right now in this pregnancy with Isla. I have ones that are similar for that I use with Isaac, but also different for her. So talking to them every day, telling them how much you love them, how much you can't wait to meet them and just filling them up with positivity as well. And then we did daily walks. I will say in this pregnancy, I have not done that as well, mostly because I have a toddler now. So things are a little bit different, but with Isaac, I did daily walks. We walk a couple miles every day around the block and during the walks, I would practice all the breathing techniques that we were going to use in labor. My husband would walk with me and he would help me count my breath in and my breath out just so that we were being really conscious with that. So it was good practice for me other than just sitting on the couch doing breathing practices because I'm not forcing a lot of energy just sitting here. But with walking, and if you're pregnant right now, you know that even the simple task of putting on your pants makes you feel out of breath. So if you can go on a walk and practice those breathing techniques, so helpful. So we did that, obviously healthy nutrition, which I will go way into on other episodes, but really focusing on my microbiome and healthy fats to make sure that he, when he was in inside, was going to have a great microbiome as well and building a strong brain. Lots of sunlight. I lived in California when I was pregnant with him, which was so nice because I got so much sunlight. But now here in Washington, we've been in winter for like four months. And so I've been using a lot of uh, red light therapy in the winter months, but just trying to get outside, get some sunlight, laugh, listen to something, watch something that makes you laugh. We know that laughter is so good for the immune system, which when you're pregnant, your immune system is already slightly decreased. So 
such a good opportunity to help that immune system by laughing. I loved watching TV shows that make me laugh and then keeping stress low, which is so much easier said than done. I do realize, and I probably need to work on that a lot more in this pregnancy, but keeping your stress low. And then the last note I'll end on is like during, you know, preparing for birth, I would really recommend that you and your partner, or if you don't have a partner, that's okay too that you and your partner start talking about some important concepts when it comes to the actual birth and what you're going to do with your baby. I find that, again, I'm going to use like, we we put so much planning into the nursery and the colors and the baby shower and all of that is fun. Like, don't don't get me wrong. It's really fun to plan, but we need to be putting just as much effort into having conversations around some of the decisions regarding birth and what you're going to do with your baby. So I'll just rattle off some of them. And maybe at some point I'll make like a checklist or something for you guys. But I would start researching like medications. Are you going to take any medications, use any medications during labor? Do you want the ability to have free movement during your labor? Or, you know, because there are many ways that you can labor. If you didn't know, there are many, many ways. Are you going to want to do intermittent monitoring? Are you having a water birth? Do you want them to do membrane sweep, cervical exams? Do you want Pitocin? Do you want IV, skin-to-skin contact after baby's born, delayed cord clamping, vitamin K shots, circumcision, eye ointments? Do you want baby to be bathed after they come out? Do you want them to have formula, hepatitis B vaccine, pacifiers? All these things are things that you and your significant other need to sit down and talk about. And B, if there's anybody else on your birth team that's going to be included, make sure that they know where you stand on all these things too. Really important. And if you guys are curious on like what we did at some point, actually, I'll probably talk about it when I do an episode on Isaac's actual birth. I'll talk about like what we chose to do. Again, it needs to be your decision. You need to feel congruent with it. You and your spouse need to feel congruent with it or you and your significant other. That's really all that matters. It's nobody else's decision, nobody else's opinion. It's what is best for you guys. But I would recommend researching it. I find that a lot of the times people just kind of give the power to the person that's helping you with your birth, whether that's the doctor or the midwife. This is one of the reasons I love midwifery and birth centers is because they really help empower and put the responsibility back on you, which is so important because it's ultimately is our responsibility and our choice. But a lot of people either don't know that or don't think about that. And so then the doctors end up making the decisions for you, or maybe you just didn't do your research enough. And so they give you their point of view, but there are many points of view when it comes to a lot of these things. So just some things to think about as you're going into preparing for your birth. I hope this was helpful. And the next episode, I will definitely try to make sure that I get to telling Isaac's birth story because I want you to have a positive birth story. And then I'll give you some insights into some of the decisions that we made surrounding this. Thanks for being here and I'll see you next time.